0: is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and an energy worker and a channel. I do consultations and energy work sessions. I do ongoing coaching. I do tutoring. And on my site, there is quite literally a uh, several barrels full of uh, channeled energy work audio, astrology audio, including uh, courses and one-off MP3s, and energetically programmed crystals. This MP3 is focused on explaining some resources that I've developed over the years for a particular uh, path of healing, for healing the effects of sexual violence, whether recent, whether from earlier in this life, or whether from other lives that keeps surfacing up. What's happened uh, in my professional life for a number of years, I'm laughing because you'll get why in a minute, uh, I developed so many things. Uh, I wrote so many books and did so many classes and channeled MP3s and uh, astrology MP3s, and I just was cranking stuff out because if, if I had an idea and it had legs, it became a a resource, a a tool, a product, or a course. And then I stopped, or I slowed down quite a lot, and then my progressed Sun entered Capricorn. I realized I needed some more organization and structure, and I've been working on that most of 2016. Uh, Now it's uh, about mid-December 2016, and I'm just kind of looking at how I can communicate things better, and uh, I just got the inspiration, to collect some resources from my website from my kind of uh my work list or back catalog about healing sexual violence uh, and explain some of them to you now if you're hearing this mp3 and you're like oh i like uh listening to this tom jacobs's audio things on soundcloud um you know this is a very specific focus you may or may not be interested in it um it might not be for you this might not be part of your experience But, you know, send a friend or a family member uh, the link. Post this on Facebook uh, and Twitter and other social uh, media sites so that other people can have access to this too, even if it's not for you. For some of you, this might be boring. And for others of you, it might be right up your alley and really kind of uh, quench a thirst for understanding certain things. I will be explaining some things as I go. It's not just a list of resources. Um, but I'm going to explain what each, how each fits into a, a healing protocol for various uh, kinds of experiences and residues that, that people have. So as I said, there's quite a lot of things that, that I've developed. It's a little absurd. Transiting Pluto uh, moved over for a few years. My third house, Jupiter and Capricorn, which is already square Pluto, Venus, and Libra in the 12th. So when I care... about what's happening in the collective, Pluto in the 12th, Uh, Venus in Libra, you know, let's all be nice together. Why do we fight? Why do we hurt each other? You know, when I get tense about that, this square to Jupiter pushes out things through my mouth and my typing fingers. So there was this thing where transiting Pluto was activating all that for several years, and I just cranked stuff out. And so here we are. So I want to start first with kind of I don't know how to say this, maybe the most broad or general kind of stuff, and it is uh, books, two books in particular. Uh, One of them is the Lilith book, Lilith Healing the Wild. It's got a red cover, but if you look up Tom Jacobs' Lilith or Lilith Healing the Wild on Amazon or Kindle uh, or or my site, tdjacobs.com, you'll find it. And this is really an explanation of where the patriarchy came from. Why uh, what was going on? And then talking about culture of the last 6,000 years of, of you know, how we become so imbalanced, how we've become so seemingly prone to violence toward the feminine, right? Um, and so that's an astrology book. The first third of it or so is essays, kind of explaining cultural stuff and religious stuff because Lilith is part of the, the Hebrew mythology, the Jewish mythology. Um, so, so there's that book. And that's an astrology teaching that's got some like social commentary and stuff in it and Lilith if you don't know I'll just briefly tell you this uh, part of her story here so you understand why Lilith is part of you know kind of a, a set of resources for, for healing uh, sexual violence stuff. Um, this stuff is, in, is not in Genesis but this story this myth is not in Genesis so what I'm about to tell you? um but it's available to be found in commentaries on the torah commentaries on um on the scripture and you, so if you're familiar at all with with genesis um blah, blah blah stuff happens light birds whatever this guy made out of dirt god's all happy about it. okay um and the line in genesis is something like and god created adam male and female you know male and female he created him and uh after all the animals are named by Adam. Adam is like, God, um, I don't uh I don't have anyone to play with And he and and Adam actually attempts to copulate with all the females of all the species during this process, it is said, in order to try to find his natural mate. And God says, Well well of course, I created you male and female together. So Adam says, But I'm lonely So God says, Okay, I will split you and then you'll each you know, you'll be two and you'll have someone to play with And so the result is Adam and Lilith. Adam represents the natural masculine. Lilith represents the natural feminine. So they uh, go about their lives, but the natural masculine always, you know, forget gender and sexual orientation. Forget genitalia and biology. The natural masculine energy in each person will attempt to control, direct, and shape things. The natural feminine within any person, forget genitalia, gender, sexuality, uh, will att- Will just be, will just flow, will feel, will experience, will we'll be. And so how this is told in the story, the conflict arises that Adam always wants to be on top when they're having sex. And Lilith says, we're equals, made of the same stuff from the same time. And Adam has this like weird argument, actually, I'm made of earth and you're made of sediment, so you're you're not as good. And she says, forget it, she leaves him. She won't be controlled by him. So uh, Adam's lonely, and then he complains to God, and God threatens Lilith. Lilith won't come back. She undergoes this terrible punishment. And uh, then God creates Eve from part of Adam, because then it, you know, this subsidiary part will never assert equality, and that's the mythology of Eve. But then that's in Genesis, right? That gets included because of, in patriarchal society, women are, okay. So there's this whole thing about autonomy, sexual freedom, you know, saying yes and no from the lower chakras, this innate instinctive wisdom, sex is good for me now, sex is not good for me now. And also with Lilith, there's power over power under stuff. And we hear all the time that sexual violence is not about sex, but it's about power. And I'll offer in here, it's also about uh, anger and pain, and trying to, uh, you know, recover some sense of strength, there's the power idea. So anyway, so Lilith does, and people, you know, does figure prominently in stories and, and realities about sexual violence, um, power over power under games. And, and uh, you know, if a person, whether, again, sexuality, g- gender, gender identification, uh, genitalia aside... Do you trust your body to say yes? You know, to will you say yes or no because you trust your body? Is this person right for you? Is this time right for you? So a lot of people living Lilith stories have some imbalances and power over power under stuff regarding sex and including sexual violence sometimes. So that's why Lilith is, is included in here. So the book Lilith Healing the Wild is that. There's also a Lilith intensive MP3 set, which is about seven hours, if memory serves, uh, of MP3s where I take another astrologer and explain in depth some of these principles and themes related to Lilith uh, that are covered in the book. So that's that. The The last book to talk about here is is a channeled book, Goddess, Past, Present, and Future. Uh, in my opinion... The Lilith, Healing the Wild book, and the Goddess, Past, Present, and Future book are companions. Where the Lilith book is an astrology teaching about this stuff, the Goddess, Past, Present, and Future book is a channeled description from Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin, about the genesis of the patriarchy and all of its results, including sexual violence. And I have included the transcript of a two hour talk, a a channeling event that I did when I was on a channeling tour in 2011. Uh, And this one from Portland, Oregon, this event, uh, I got maybe eight people in a little room and did this intense two hour event called uh, um, Healing Sex Conscious Communion. So the transcript of that is also in there. And Juhu talks very specifically about healing sexual violence and how we can come together to create sexual healing together and really understand why this imbalance with the patriarchy has occurred. So anyway, um, Goddess Past, Present, and Future, the channeled book, is a fantastic resource for this. It's more intense than the Lilith book, and it's not an astrology teaching. It cuts straight to the core. And if you haven't read channel material before, know that it is designed to the frequencies that people channel are designed to affect you so it will crack something open if you need to cry about how women are treated in some part of the world if you need to try about child marriages and forced marriages and sexual slavery and marriage slavery you know if you need to be angry about any of these things this this book will help stimulate that and that book is also included as one of the four books in the compilation Jehudi Speaks that's spelled D J E. H U T Y. Then the second word speaks. That is not available as an ebook, but it is as a uh, as a paperback on tdjacobs.com and Amazon, and it's priced at about you know three worth of the books, but it's four books altogether. It's the first four channel books for me. Okay, moving on. The next category: a handful of energetically programmed stones or crystals. If you know that I do this you know that I go back and forth between talking about lower chakras and upper chakras. Um, A lot of people doing spiritual work really emphasize upper chakra work. And I emphasize starting in the lower chakras, perhaps really focusing on the lower chakra issues for years before adding in the upper. And it's because the lower chakras need to be a solid foundation so that your life can include sanity, strength, and confidence. If you're in your heart, Without being grounded, you're spilling energy, you're absorbing stuff left and right. If you're in your upper chakras thinking spiritual work, you know, good work comes from that, then you're flaky and you're confused and you're not grounded. So we always have to be grounded. But getting into our bodies, into our lower chakras, brings up this stuff about sexual violence, if we have that in our history from this life or other lives. So there are three... Uh, three crystals that are related to this in, uh, in different in different ways. Now, my approach with lower chakra crystals uh, is this. The stones are infused with energy to open blocks. They essentially function as batteries giving off energy from Ascended Master Jehudi and or Metatron, but these three I'm talking about are the Jehudi stones. Um, and they will, they will, some people experience it as a pulse, some people experience it as just a constant stream, and influx of energy, a push, but they will send energy to your lower chakras, and it has to do with the energy, the particular different kinds of energies that I put into each stone, plus its color, plus its crystal structure. So, you know, when you look up a uh, stuff about black stones they say this is good for grounding and protection if you look up a red stone it says this is good for you know they, the, the people focus on color people focus on crystals is it an agate you know is it a quartz is it a what you know what is it um, Is it a feldspar and all these have different qualities so the uni- so I'm guided to choose particular stones based in the um, synergistic effects that come from putting particular frequencies into certain crystal structures of certain colors. I don't know if that makes it sound extremely scientific or not at all. It's not really. It's just kind of like I'm guided to like find the right stones. The first one um, is uh, programmed tiger iron. Again, the Jehudi kind, because now on my site, and, and I think ongoingly, I will have Metatron stones and Jehudi stones for tiger iron. The Metatron stones are very different, and, and they could be useful, but not as a first, I would think not as a first step toward healing and resolving and clearing the residues of sexual violence. The tiger iron from Jehudi, however, you know, it will send energy down into those lower three chakras, and sexual violence um, involves all three lower chakras, and, and potentially other ones, but these lower three really need to be cleared and strengthened so we can have a solid foundation. Uh, to get technical, the root chakra is located around the anus, Uh, and the second chakra is above that, right? We think of second chakra as being about sexuality. But in fact, both of those chakras are. And the vaginal opening in a woman is there, at the root, next to the root. So if sexual violence has included vaginal penetration, then the root is where the healing needs to start. Now you might see that, affect your second chakra life a, tr- a tremendous amount but both chakras need to be addressed so the tiger iron is about the lower three chakras all together it'll send energy to whatever needs opening in those so you using a, a, a jihudi program tiger iron you would experience perhaps something some mix of the following memories dreams uh, physical uh, tingling, pain, constriction, ache, twitching, you would experience uh, the super tightness or an ache because the energy that is stored in those lower three chakras will be stimulated to move. Now, when you get a program Tiger Iron, I suggest you do the following affirmations, and they're kind of, I hand them out wholesale to people about the lower three chakras. Um, but the energy is being pulsed into the lower three chakras, and the residues are being palpated. Really important to understand. Um, if you're in a phase of your life when you're menstruating, it will affect this cycle. Uh, it may affect the, the lower part of the colon. It's connected to the root chakra. Um, it may affect digestion because the third chakra is part of this, and the stomach is near there. And, and some other organs are up there in the third chakra. Uh, It may affect openness in the hips. It may affect all kinds of different things in the lower part of the body physically as the old residues that need to go are palpated. So root chakra affirmations are two of them. In this moment, everything is fine and I am safe. The next one, I'm willing to see everything in my life as supporting my soul's journey. Briefly about affirmations, when you do them correctly, part of you argues. Part of you does not believe it. So just a note, you're doing it right if part of you wants to stop doing it and it's hard to continue. <laughs> okay. That's the first uh, chakra thing. The second chakra affirmations include I'm always willing to say yes please and no thank you when I need to. You can substitute I'm willing with I'm ready to. I always have the right to say yes please when I want something and no thank you when I don't. So there's variations in there, but you get the idea. The second affirmation for the second chakra is... I'm willing to receive reflection from others, but not take everything literally. And this points out that we need other people to show us and tell us who we are. But if we judge ourselves, we will, judge, we will draw others who judge us. If we hate ourselves, we will draw others who hate us. If we doubt ourselves, we will draw others who doubt us. So we need to take reflection, but not take everything literally to the point of self-harm and self-degradation and putting ourselves down, or having a crappy self-image. Third chakra is about self-esteem and the image of self that is a battery that powers the rest of your life. Third chakra affirmation, I alone define who I am. I often suggest that as the second tier one to do later because it can be edgy. I often recommend as the first one, I did it out of order for whatever reason, today, but the first one I often recommend is, all of my choices are based in self-respect and lead to self-care. Now those affirmations, I, I don't actually have it on the list here, but as a tool for these lower three chakras in conjunction with Tiger Iron, the chakra course part one is a four MP3 set covering the lower three chakras and it's all the channeled teachings that I've gathered from Jehudi to add to stuff I've learned from medical intuitives and channels and mediums and other channeled beings. Uh, you know, and mediums including uh, or medical intuitives including Carolyn Mace have been shaped quite a lot by her work in Anatomy of the Spirit and elsewhere. But that uh, three and a half hour MP3 set collects all everything that I know. <laughs> everything that i use including these affirmations and a lot of suggestions about using them so that's another tool in there it's the mp3 set the chakra course part 1 so the tiger iron will stimulate the issues in the lower three chakras self esteem in the third chakra relationship stuff fairness stuff sexuality stuff give and take are you list do you, you you know are you hearing me am i willing to receive from you am i willing to give to you in the second chakra and the first chakra am i safe do i feel supported am I safe enough to be in my body? Is life supportive? You know, do I have community? Can I connect with others? Do I belong on this planet? That's the root chakra, the first. The tiger iron will send energy in and fill in the gaps as well as palpate the residues it needs to leave. So you will find more confidence, more ability to work through things in an empowered way. What I'm getting at is by saying that is making empowered choices for the right reasons at the right times regarding your body, what you eat, how you view yourself, what treatment you're willing to get from others, you're willing to receive and how you treat others. You know, all those things will be stimulated and strengthened and the residues that need to leave, the old patterns, the things that don't serve you will also be palpated and you will see them more. As I said, sometimes dreams or memories, or you'll rem- you'll just kind of realize patterns that are disempowering or leave you feeling powerless. So that's broad about healing sexual violence. More specifically, are the next two: red jasper, energetically programmed red jasper. Uh, that is specifically for the second chakra. Now, if you are down with this, I would recommend getting a tiger iron plus red jasper and perhaps onyx, which I'll explain third in a minute. Um, The the red jasper will will be more, it's more pointed. Now, red jasper is one of the constituent stones in tiger iron. But the red jasper, specifically for the second chakra in this context, will show you what isn't yours in your relationships. (laughs) It It will therefore support you in creating better boundaries with others. If you have a history of sexual violence, again, from recent past or from early in this life or from another life, you then also have some patterns within you of either uh, part of you backs down so as not to get attention or be seen and draw attack. Part of you may not tell the truth or say no to people when you need to for the same reason. Part of you may, on the other hand, be very aggressive and overly assertive to attempt to make sure that you're not seen as vulnerable and therefore an easy target or something, you know, easy pickings, or I don't know, a target for violence or power over power under games. Um, So these kinds of, you know, let me pull my energy back or let me throw my energy out there. These extreme responses don't fix the problem. They don't clear the residues. They're kind of, I guess I would say... How I see them when I do energy work on people and do healings—they are strategies for managing the existence of the residues of the violence. You know, it's easy to see in psychological terms. Somebody who's very defensive, you know, maybe high—you know, maybe um, overcompensating for feeling vulnerable or something, you know, something like that. Trying not to be vulnerable. You know, we have all the psychological understanding, but when I look at somebody's energy field, I will see a part of the self overworking or holding or overworking to hold back or overworking to project out a wall or an offensive kind of weapon kind of energy or spiked armor in order to do this. And, and it takes a tremendous amount of energy. So, of course, I recommend doing whatever is necessary to get into these issues. Um, but the bread jasper will more specifically. Point out issues in dynamics and relationships. Now, this thing about what energy isn't yours—that's about your day-to-day relationships, including those that have nothing to do with sexuality. This is just about how you relate to others. But with histories of sexual violence, that's that may have been altered or modified or you know mitigated or, or messed with. So you might not feel free to say yes and no now because of something that happened, frankly, thousands of years ago to a past life you <laughs> you know this is re- we are multi-dimensional beings we exist across time and the records of a bunch of your lives are in your unconscious now i i deal with this when i a client calls me and says um i'm pretty sure i have i did not experience molestation or rape when i was a child but i have the signature i have the reactions and responses and i have uh dreams and I feel it in my body and I can't open and I don't trust but I'm really clear it never happened to me in this life I feel confident about that and that's because the other life residues we also have to clear okay so that's the red jasper showing you what is and isn't yours in relationships as I was saying its you know real time now as well as pointing out what that there are residues from past experience in your field you know uh, in a broad, just kind of a broad statement here everybody who has ever had any kind of sexual intercourse, penetration of any kind, any part of the body, with anybody, any kind of person, it's healing and healthy to establish a clear foundation by clearing out energies of those we've connected with in these ways or those who have harmed us in these ways and, and perhaps where we have perhaps harmed somebody else in some way in these ways. And it's important for us to, to call back energy that belongs to us and give back energy that... Uh, okay, that I will get to. Give back energy that we've we've taken on or borrowed or, or that has been loaned to us. I'll get to that when I talk about some of the MP3s t- uh, after the crystal section here. The third crystal to talk about is... Onyx. Onyx is... We think of it as being black, but it's actually banded, uh, cream-colored, uh, then quartz kind of clear crystal with a little orange or some kind of brown and reddish and also black. And um, onyx is for Plutonian issues, and that has everything to do with the root chakra. So onyx I use for, you know, in Plutonian issues, if you're not familiar with astrology or more specifically evolutionary astrology, the the, the branch that I practice about the multi-life multidimensional journey of soul. Uh, Onyx, you know, relating to Pluto issues, it's the deepest fears and the deepest intense disempowerment and where we have lost strength and confidence because we felt overwhelmed and overpowered. For that reason, trauma, while that's a Uranian often event, Uranian-Uranus event, there is a Plutonian solution to the Uranian trauma. And I programmed the onyx uh in in, i you know if i can give props to ascended master Jehudi and say that it is extremely clever how he what he has guided me to do (laughs) of course he's clever um but I'm, i'm always impressed and the more that i connect with onyx the the more deeply grateful i am to be able to do this work because the onyx you know the the tiger iron is this broad lower chakra opening bolstering strengthening foundation thing and it's all-purpose and important for everybody. And then the Red Jasper has this specific focus of boundaries and clarity in relationships and saying yes and no. And the Onyx then takes us deeper into our deepest pain and fear, including trauma, including sexual violence of all kinds. The thing about Onyx, it will help empower you to get over-feeling disempowered. It runs deep, it anchors deep in the root, and it will draw up from under the surface unconscious stuff that leaves you feeling disempowered now so you might have in intimations of other life events or suspicions and or dreams of things that are so vivid you realize it's an other life or past life part of you speaking through your unconscious in a dream about the worst things that people do to each other about the worst things that people do to themselves either because of what others have done to them or, or just because of self-loathing and hatred and guilt and shame and regret and self-doubt. So the onyx is a, is a deeper, very empowering stone. If you're willing to look fear in the eye uh, and decide you're stronger than pain and fear and sorrow and grief and guilt, shame and regret, then onyx is fantastic. Sometimes when I talk about onyx, people, especially like at a, an expo, where I talked to like hundreds of people over two or three days uh, about the crystals and people some people are like why why would I want that <laughs> and I'm like because when you face the fear it no longer has power over you and some people get it and some people don't because they're not ready or it's just not their frequency uh, the last uh, MP the last uh, stone is uh, to talk about here is a pink opal which is for the fourth chakra opening the heart and forgiving Now, as I said, the onyx will dredge up from the unconscious, disempowering stuff that needs to be confronted so you become stronger in the face of pain, fear, regret, sorrow, etc. The pink opal is a very soft energy, but it is super disarming. It will dredge up anything that needs to be forgiven, anything that needs to be cried out or emoted out, so anger, despair, depression, and then that releases with crying. Where the wave of energy that's been held in breaks, right? The tidal wave, the big tsunami, it breaks, uh, and you cry and you release energy that way. You can do it vocally. You can release energy vocally, physically as an exercise, sexuality, moving boxes, punching pillows, and you can also do it through emoting. And the and the pink opal stimulates the emotional response. And all anger, by the way, uh, is sourced in pain and fear of repeating pain and so at the gem at the crystal shows you know when I'm telling people pink opal some of them are like why would I want this I say you know that I told you that it will make you cry is a good thing and they're like I don't know (laughs) I don't think I'm ready for that and I'm like just realize that whatever's under the surface that isn't forgiven and cried out will fester So pink opal is a great tool in forgiveness, having compassion for yourself and others, and letting go, releasing the armor that can surround the heart, especially after sexual violence or betrayal or something like that. It kind of fits those lines. Okay, now that story is told in a little more detail, and I've added more crystals in the story of Heal Trauma with Energetically Programmed Crystals. I recorded it in Denver at one of those... uh, metaphysical expos I think it's about 45 or 50 minutes and I go from lower chakras on up and I explain also Shiva Lingam, and I explain orolite 23 with kyanite so I explain uh, more things in that uh, in that mp3 you can check that out for free on soundcloud again it's called heal trauma with energetically programmed crystals the picture to go with it is red jasper so it kind of stands out okay and then we get into some mp3s Um, because I talked about the Onyx thing, I'm going to talk about Processing Trauma and Grief MP3 set. This is a set of four roughly 60-minute MP3s. It goes with the Onyx. Now, you'll get effect, like it's an energy work MP3, so you'll get effect if you don't have an Onyx, but I highly recommend having an Onyx to do those four MP3s. And the idea is you do one And then you wait a week or ten days, and then you either do it again, or you listen to the second one, and then you wait a while, and then you listen to the third one. So you don't listen to them all at once. And so it takes weeks to do it, because it's a particularly uh, intentionally organized process from Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron. So the energy work is pretty deep and intense. Uh, Organized in a very particular way to go deeper each week. And as when I did them as live calls a couple of years ago, they were once a week for four weeks, and it worked really well. And so, so as I've sold them since then to people, I tell them, please, you know, definitely take your time because these energy—it's not like this MP3 where you were just hearing me talk about some things. Energy work MP3s from these two beings I channel, and when I get into that voice and that voice comes into you, you're hearing my altered voice, a channeling voice. It will affect you, as I mentioned with channeled books, the material is intended to affect your consciousness. Same with these MP3s. So uh, the Processing Trauma and Grief, it's four hours. I hear amazing things from my Plutonian clients who use this. And I have a couple of these people who use them over and over again and are, you know, here uh, four or five, six years after I've met them the first time, they are so much more calm and in their bodies and collected and ready to meet life. Because they're not carrying the, the residues, the really deep plutonium pain and fear residues. Okay, the next MP3. Uh, there are actually uh, several short MP3s on my side, or shorter ones. Uh, those. That's of course a four-hour set. Uh, these next three are channeled as well. One of them is uh, transforming the effects of abuse, uh, very specifically for these issues. You can do it without red jasper, tiger iron or onyx, but you would get a different energetic kick and a deeper process if you had those stones too. These are these 3 that I'm going to talk about now are 90 minute, 90 minutes each. You listen to them all at once. I mean, you you listen to one In a ninety-minute stretch, you don't listen to it twenty minutes at a time. It's one process to get you deep into a meditative state, get you grounded in your body, and then to unfold this process. And that you know, the 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 shortest we could make it is ninety minutes. So transforming the effects of abuse, and I've I've heard amazing, inspiring things from people who have experienced rape and molestation when they're children, when they were children, but now are middle-aged and even older. People talking about they're sleeping better. The bad dreams are gone. They can take a deep breath, and they're not on edge. We're talking decades after sexual violence has happened. So, so I'm really happy that I'm able to produce all these. Things, you know, that I've been able to produce these things and bring through these beings. So that's an energy work MP3. It's meditation plus energy work, transforming the effects of abuse MP3. And all of these are on the channeled audio page. You'll see there are crystals pages, there are books pages. Uh, on my site, it's very obvious from pictures on the homepage. Uh, but the channeled audio, which, ha- which the, 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 the picture on my homepage is a Jehudi a, a, um, a carving from an Egyptian hieroglyph of a Jehudi carving on the wall. You know, he's the scribe, mediator, translator, writer uh, figure in uh, many mythologies. So the next uh, MP3 here is the energy and emotion clearing event, MP3. And this was, I think, the first of the 90-minute ones. And it's more broad general purpose, but will work amazingly well for healing the, the, the energy and emotional residues from sexual violence. So I, I led with the uh, transforming the effects of abuse because it is more specific. Uh, but, but that the, the abuse thing is, is more specific in terms of abuse, not It includes sexual, physical, psychological, verbal. This energy and emotion clearing thing is more broad all-purpose. And so you can read about them on the channel audio page and see which one appeals to you. Or you can write me and ask questions, you know, because I can certainly answer uh, questions for you uh, to see which might be right for you. Or you can get them both. Um, and I kind of recommend that as a general all-purpose energy and emotion clearing thing. So whatever people talk about having debris, whenever people talk about, you know, my relationship with my parents from when I was five years old, and here I am, I'm 70, and here's what I'm dealing with. Uh, I'm not being facetious when I say that. I hear that all the time. I hear it constantly from people who are older than 70. Um, and, uh, or, or here's this past life memory. I've had it confirmed by a channel. And uh, this is what I'm dealing with. And it messes up my relationship and my job and my self-esteem, blah, blah, blah. So I recommend this to many people as an all-purpose kind of clearing thing to use on a regular basis. All of these can be used on a regular basis. And once you get rid of upper layers or the more the more accessible layers, when you do it again three months, five months later, it goes to deeper layers. And so I, most of my clients who buy these do them often, uh, periodically or often. But, but definitely the effects... Last and and there for, for multiple uses. Now the last of these these three ninety minute MP3s. It's actually I'm mistaken. It's actually two and a half hours, and it's the Consciousness Upgrade Clinic MP3. It was done, uh, I believe, in 2012, and it was I think the the first time that I combined, uh, Jahudi channeling with Metatron channeling and energy work. And it is super intense. Again, it's two and a half hours, almost two and a half hours, like two hours, twenty-five minutes, or something like that. And it is again one process. So you don't listen to half an hour and then come back later. It's not a teaching. It's a process where you do where you go through an energetic upgrade process. There's stuff in there about clearing, clearing debris, clearing old ideas. There is, and this is why this is so important for uh, tra- trauma from you know trauma and you know, chronic stress uh, that results from sexual violence histories, is that it also includes the No Middleman Needed Soul Retrieval Workshop. It's not called that specifically, but in I've been doing it for years on clients, on the phone and in person. Jehudi, having taught me a process which equates to shamanic soul retrieval, but you don't need someone to journey for you. You don't need a middleman, a uh, middle figure here. Um, And he walks you through that process and teaches it to you. And that's one of the reasons why it's almost two and a half hours long. But the idea is when we experience trauma, part of us may leave. We think of trauma, uh, you know, fragment, split, (laughs) run away. Uh, We may think of trauma in terms of the sudden kind But there is also the chronic stress of certain kinds of dynamics and situations that basically creates a very similar energetic consciousness uh, stored profile as sudden traumatic events. The energy field is out of whack, Uh, things are crooked, things are not lined up, and part of you is gone, and you don't feel whole anymore, and you don't have your footing, your rudder seems broken. Uh, and, and that's why we seek soul retrieval, these fragment retrieval. So Jehudi actually calls it fragment retrieval. Fragment of your consciousness, not part of your soul. And this just this is just a, for, as a very minor note, as an aside. Um, most people talk about soul, and Jehudi says they're really wanting to say consciousness because they're not quite sure what soul, soul is. And Judy says, here's what soul is soul is divine consciousness that exists outside of time. It's a portion of all that is, which is goddess, God, energy. So your soul is intact. It can never not be intact. It sends you here to go through all this emotional crap and heal stuff and learn to go from fear into love, but it can never be damaged. It can never be wounded. So he likes to to teach through me this notion of um, fragment retrieval fragment of consciousness, a portion of your energy, a uh, part of your personality left or shut down or built itself up behind a wall, you know, as in the cask of Amontillado from uh, from uh, Edgar Allan Poe, the story, you know, bur- bur- burying behind a wall your rival, <laughs> you know. Um, part of us can hide and be vacant and absent. So, so the... Consciousness upgrade clinic involves clearing old stuff as well as calling back fragments of self who had who have left for any reason. Like, not to get too personal, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you. Uh, I when I went through this process with Jehudi before I started doing it on people, I found a part of me living, in, and it was like an eight-year-old part of me living in a hut, like an, an imaginal hut in imaginal Africa, as far away as, you know, to my eight-year-old self, as far away as possible from Ohio where I grew up because of some some chronic emotional stress that I experienced at that age. Part of me had split and had left. And and when the parts come back to us, when we integrate them and the instructions are in the Consciousness Upgrade Clinic MP3, when we integrate them, they're the stuff they carry thats painful leaves and they're able to participate and a lot of these are kids inner kids and they bring playfulness and creativity and openness and optimism with them so that is the last uh... the last mp3 that i'll talk i think that's it i think that's it for i guess forty four minutes uh... is enough so i hope that this has been helpful to you running through these books and these mp3s and the programmed crystals And, uh, you know, B, you can read all about all these at tdjacobs.com, but definitely email me if you have questions, if you wonder what, you know, if this or that might be right for you, if you're weighing getting three things versus two, you're not quite sure what to do, definitely be in touch. My email is tom at tdjacobs.com. This healing sexual violence is something that has been in my heart for a long time. I, I... I, I'm not going to explain all the things about it for me personally, but it's just something that is part of my job, my chosen uh, job and my profession here uh, on this planet. As you can see, there's so many things that I've developed you know, over the last um, eight or so years uh, to address this and to help people. So thanks for your time and energy. I hope that you know these resources can be helpful to you. Uh, check them out at tdjacobs.com and take care of yourself.